Yo, welcome to Make the Cut Podcast. I'm your host and producer, Jocelyn Young, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Zion Demji and Linus Kang. And, and you, you just, just made, made the, the cut. cut. Uh, I think we should start this podcast off by, you know, introducing ourselves. Um, my name is Jacques Leung, as you probably heard from the intro. Um, uh, my favorite team uh, has got to be the Raptors. It's got to be the Raptors. Uh, my least favorite team is either Boston or um, the Clippers uh, because, you know, the Cl- well, for Boston, it's because, you know, they're our rivals, right? Um, and they're really good, and I hate any team that's that's better than the Raptors and the Boston Celtics cook us every single time we've we've played them so far. Besides preseason, we actually we actually cut them yeah, in preseason, we, bro. Yeah. Uh, we did our thing. We 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 came back from from being down like double digits both times. I'm pretty sure. Um, but that was preseason, so no one gives a, a no damn. One cares. I, no one cares. No one cares. Uh, I, as for the Clippers, it's because uh, one uh, Kawhi left. Um, for 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 the Clippers, so I can't mess with the Clippers like that. Uh, and two, they 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 they've been trying to copy the Raptors for so long. Like like even like if you look at their team, if you look at their team, they're they're constructed in a way that's like the Raptors. They have a bunch of wings, really talented wings, um, except they can shoot. <laughs> that's the biggest difference. Yo, the Raptors. Yo, we cannot shoot. Um, um, besides yesterday, yesterday they they did well. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, they shot really well from from three. They actually shot better from three than from Cleveland. From from no from oh. two. They oh, shot better from real. three than from two for like the first half. You never then, hear that. Then the second half we started cooking a little bit. Yeah. Um, but as for uh, yeah. So as for my favorite uh player, uh, my favorite player gotta be right now. It's gotta be on the Raptors. It's gotta be Pascal. Or Scotty, one of the, one of those two. Um, I gotta rep my city. Um, outside of that, uh, probably probably Ant, probably Ant. Uh, he's mm. just so electric, even though he's kind of inefficient. But he'll pick it up this season. He'll pick it up. Um, my least favorite player. <sighs> There's so many. There's so many. <laughs> now I hate so many players equally. Um, but my least favorite player right now probably gotta be um it's probably it's probably gotta be Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Brown. Yeah, not 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 for the reason not because I, I think he's like a bad person or he's a bad player or none of that. It's because he he gets compared to, to, to Pascal so often. And I just hear this dumbest the stupidest takes from Boston Celtics fans whenever uh, they they compare um, Pascal to, to JB. And, yeah, I just can't take it. So, it like, my detest for Celtics fans has translated to, like, JB. So um, that, those are my least favorite um, uh, players and teams and my favorite players and teams. So I'm going to pass it on to, to Zion. Uh, he can talk about his. All right. Again, from the intro, I'm Zion Damji. And... Um, I'd say my favorite team, you know, I'm from Toronto, so you got to rep the Raptors, of course, coming off that championship. I love this team and even how they're formatted right now. Um, as for the my least favorite team, uh, that's a tough one, to be honest with you. I think I'd go, like, either Boston or Charlotte. Charlotte? Charlotte? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, Charlotte. No, God, that Charlotte. caught me off guard. Because, <laughs> nah, listen, bro, I feel bad for the fans, to be honest with you, but... 
Like, the, the way that the team's been orchestrated, MG's got to sell the team at this point. <laughs> this guy cannot... Like, the team is just so bad. If you're a fan of the team, like, I yeah, feel bad for you. And because they're so bad, that just pisses me off. And then also with the Celtics, because their fans are, like, racist and stuff. When they when they beat you, they'll feel nice, which is understandable. But they have, like, unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Maybe not this year, though, because the Celtics are really nice. Not this year. They're, 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 they're gonna, nice. They they're might nice. actually they're win nice. it. Yeah. Nice. But... Yeah, those are my two least favorite teams. As for players, my favorite players is like a three-way tie. I'd say John Morant, De'Aaron Fox, and Russell Westbrook. Oh, a bunch of electric point electric, guards that yeah. can't shoot. None of them can shoot, bro. They only got pinking. <laughs> and then as for least favorite player, to be honest, I, I'd say like... Grant Williams, bro. I know. Yeah. I okay. Grant, mole on like, his face, man. Hell no. Grant Williams or, or Williams. probably Marcus Smart when he's in his flopping mood. When okay, he's showing yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. he's actually good defensively, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But you know when he's flopping, like, when James Harden dropped him, yeah. quote-unquote, but he actually just flopped to the free throw line. Yeah. Or Embiid when he's playing for fouls. So you just hate floppers. Like. I just hate people. Just play the game normally. You know what I mean? Like those guys, when they're when they're cooking, they're dogs. Bro. Exactly. I actually mess with how they play when they're actually like playing to win. But exactly. like that flopping stuff, I just can't do it. I feel That's you. Facts. I feel you. It's the fact that they can play in a way where they can be so dominant, but they just don't choose to. That's yeah. that's, that's just so frustrating to see as a exactly, fan. Mm-hmm. especially Embiid. Yeah, Embiid too. As a seven footer, and you can shoot, and mm-hmm. all you're doing is trying to go to the free throw line, like. That's, that's not good. That's not good. You know what I'm saying? He can honestly just like post up every play. But for example, in that Boston, the the Boston game, they're giving him the ball at like the post, and then what this guy does is he just tries to draw fouls. He's strong enough and physical enough to honestly just score. But mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. foul baiting is is stupid. All right, Linus, you want you want to tell us yours? Yeah, uh, my name's Linus, and I'm not from Toronto, so I don't have to rap. Yo, this guy is a bad kid, bro. Right? <laughs> hey, man, don't don't be don't be dissing out Vancouver like that. Anyways, uh, I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan, and ew, you can say ew, whatever you ew. want, but I, I'm, I'm, old, I'm still I'm still, I'm still I'm still repping my team. Uh, my least favorite team's gotta be Miami Heat. Mm. Recent rivalry okay. with the Bucks. Uh, like Zion said, like they said. Miami cooks us every time we play them. I don't know how. <laughs> like, some random guy from the bench is cooking us. They got, Yo, Gabe the, Vincent. They got the dropping, like, bro. Yeah, yeah, Gabe Vincent always nah. drops something on the box. Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, whoever, whoever can bro, shoot. Max Struess. Yo, I hate that guy. Oh, yeah. Yo, I should have said I hate it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. hate Max Struess. Yo, this guy turns into prime Clay Thompson. Like, game For six real, Clay man. every time he plays us. It's yeah. crazy. Same, same with the Bucks. Max Struess. Any shooter, they go off against the Bucks. It's always entertaining to watch against Miami mm-hmm. Heat, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite players always gotta be Giannis. Mm-hmm. Giannis. Uh, I, I really mess with Drew too. Should have been a Raptor. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that, but you know, it's about to happen. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. I love that guy too. He's just a great guy on the uh, on the floor and off the floor. Mm-hmm. My least favorite player, Embiid is a pretty big one too. But I gotta go with his teammate James Harden. Oh, or okay. his comments on Giannis. Yeah. No skill. Are you serious, man? <laughs> no. Hey, if you got all the skill, why don't you go out and win the ring? Are you serious right, right now? Bro, fatty, bro. He's a fatty. Yeah. I mean, he... Nah, he slimmed down. He yeah, slimmed he down. he slimmed down. He's nice. He but but nah, like, when he was a fatty, you know, I hated him, bro. 100 pounds. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> cool, and, cool. and the way he just forced his way out of yeah. Houston and... And with Brooklyn. Brooklyn too, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like you're ring chasing, yes, you still can't that's win, true. right? I, no, I understood him leaving Brooklyn though. I understood that because like Kyrie, that's Kyrie. That's on that's, Kyrie. That's on Kyrie. He wanted to win, and he's he's getting up there in age, right? And he oh, wanted to true, win. So like when you're stuck in a in a situation like how he was stuck in Brooklyn with with the Kyrie situation and Katie being a diva like always, it, it made sense to me like for him to leave. 
it didn't make sense. But the thing is that he's the one who chose to go there at first. I mean, it, it is understandable to leave Houston, but to force his way into Brooklyn like that, it was I don't know, like it it, it was kind of coming. Like I mean, didn't he say in the Philly press conference that he always wanted to go to Philly in the first place? He he said that. I remember him saying that. So like, I, I do you think that was a lie? Or yeah, most that, I mean, most players. Yeah, lie. most players yeah, always yeah. lie. Like yeah. Kyrie said, he's gonna extend his contract at Boston. He never yeah, did that. That's true. Yeah. Paul George said he wanted to be a Clipper when he was, oh, yeah. when he was a kid. Yeah, Hell no, true. bro! Ain't nobody trying to play for Clippers. Nobody, every, every every LA kid wanted to be a Danny Laker. Green Come on now. as well. I still remember that Danny Green. What he wanted to resign to the Raptors. He said, "I'm planning to resign," and then he left us. All right, all right. Uh, so today for our episode, uh, we got a season primer planned. Uh, we're basically going to talk about um, our, our predictions for the season. Uh, we've we've um, compiled a bunch of things to uh, uh, a bunch of predictions, um, one being um, award predictions. Um, so we're basically going to predict who's going to win each award. Uh, does anyone want to start it off? Uh, Should we start with the MVP thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Start with MVP. We, so we'll go in a circle and talk about each award. Okay, so... You want to start since we can just do this. All right, all right. So my MVP, uh, it's between two. It's between um, Luca and Embiid. Um, I feel like Luca, he'll definitely have the stats for it. It's just the record is concerning. The West is like when I was looking at the West, the West is way deeper than than I thought. I thought it was gonna be like it is top heavy, but like I thought it was gonna be like three teams. It's still deep though, yeah. But it's like there's like six teams. What uh, the Warriors? The Mavs, the Nuggets, um, the Wolves, the Grizzlies, uh, the Clippers, even the Pelicans, even the Pe- oh the Pels, I forgot yeah, about the Phoenix. Pels. Phoenix, Phoenix, is still like up they're there. so deep. Like the West is deep, is deep. So, yeah. um, if if Luca can take them to a top three, um, team in the West, I think he got that MVP on lock. He'll have the stats. He'll have the stats for sure. Um, as for Embiid, I think that it's the same with the record thing. But I think the record thing is more of a lock for him. It's more I'm more concerned about his injury yeah, history, his health, right? His health, his health. Is always. So like, if he can play like 55 games plus, I think he can win MVP for sure. Especially what he can do on both ends of the floor. Yeah. He's yeah. offensive juggernaut, defense, even yeah. though even though he draws <laughs> way too many free throws. I mean, it's he, a part of the game. Outside, though, right? yeah, so. it's a part of the game. And outside of that, he he's just a monster. That's like true. he can score at all three levels. Like no one's stopping Embiid. That's true. Um, and on def- defensively, he's he he when he wants to, he can be one the best defensive center in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I he think can we can. Be. I think we'll get to the, the defensive. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, All right. So for for my MVP, I also have Embiid. I I see Luca, and I I acknowledge that, but I'm just not confident in their record compared to to uh, Philly's record. I'm just not sure how that new team is gonna work out. So I'm just going to go with Embiid. He's been the runner-up for a couple of seasons now. And I think that with James Harden running with him full-time, he's going to have more opportunity, and that team is just going to be better. So I think I think you give it to Embiid this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't say I disagree. Embiid is definitely up there, but I f- still feel like Luka has the edge because mm-hmm. I'm a pretty I'm a guy who likes to see how the narrative Mm. Oh, out. the media yeah, loves. Yeah, the media there loves Luka Doncic. The media Luka. loves Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is this like star boy, the next guy up mm-hmm. for the NBA. One so, of the faces of the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but Embiid has a very strong case too. Just like you said with James Harden, he's gonna be thriving a lot more, and he hasn't won yet. So that's gonna play a little bit part. Ah, my heart. I do want to say Giannis is up there too, <laughs> but I think Giannis has a legitimate case. 
because it's like been two years since he won MVP. Yeah, right? so that I think true. that two years has you know to, uh, let the fans know like the hey, fatigue, yeah, yeah, the voters fatigue might be gone. But I still feel like there's going to be a first-time winner this season. It's, really? it's going to be a toss-up between Luka yeah. and Embiid. And I, I think agree. there's like yeah. a general consensus. Yeah. I agree. Sure. I agree. All right. Uh, next, uh, what should we talk about? Next? Uh, defense, we'll talk about Defensive Player of the Year since we talk, I talked. I touched on it a little bit earlier. Uh, I don't think it's good. I, I originally was going to say Embiid, but I don't think it is just because uh, I, I, I don't see his effort being at the level it needs to be to win Defensive Player of the Year. So my pick for Defensive Player of the Year <laughs> is, is Ben Simmons. That's not a bad take it's, at all. That's not it's, a bad it's, take it's, at all. Okay. Um, I thought it would be a bad take just because, like, of what I saw yesterday. Um, in case y'all listeners don't know, today is the 20th of October. Uh, so, ye- yesterday, um, yesterday's game against the Pelicans, his defense didn't look good enough for me to, like, um, have confidence in him, like, the utmost confidence, but... Uh, it's just one game, so I still have confidence in him to 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 pick it up and be that defensive anchor the Nets desperately need. Um, but yeah, if not Ben Simmons, I, I think I think I think uh, Gobert probably has it on lock if he can turn the Wolves into like a top ten defense because they suck outside of him. <laughs> oh, and and McDaniel's. Mm-hmm. I I agree. <laughs> I had Ben Simmons up, but again, it's. It's like Ben and Bam. I feel like they both could be contenders for this, but it depends on mm, where the Miami ba- Heat Bam, huh? seed. Yeah, okay. Bam. Bam, Bam is an Bam. incredible defender. He can guard one to five. Not uh, for a whole game. I don't game. know if he can guard one. Maybe not one. He can guard two to five. But he's though. really switchable. He's right? switchable, but that's because Miami is yeah. a very defensive heavy team. I feel heavy like team. it's it's gonna be depending on where they place. So since I'm not really confident in where those two teams are gonna place, mm-hmm. especially after last night, I'm gonna go Rudy Gobert as well. It's been, yeah. what, two years? Because Giannis and Marcus Smart won it. Mm-hmm. So I think the voters' fatigue is done. I think that he, if he provides something offensively, that'll boost his DPOI odds. I don't know if okay. it's just... But like, I feel like if he's providing more to the team, if they just end up winning more because he has a bigger offensive role, they'll also look into defensively, if, if you know what I mean. I don't know. No, I get what yeah, you're like, trying to like say. Like if they just the play better, yeah. Be better. If they play better. Yeah. If Rudy be Gobert shows development in his game, I feel like they'll also look back at his defense and say that he can... Because the big flaw with Rudy, I feel like with lots of people, they're like, he can't... He's a liability on offense, and he is... Like, he, he's not switchable, right? So and if you play five out, you abuse him. Yeah. So how could he be the best defender in the league if you can play him off the court defensively? So I feel like if he could stay on the court more... And the team wins more, then he'll be a lock for DPOI. Okay. Uh, I have to agree with the Ben Simmons take because again, I think it's uh it's about time the NBA creates a new villain in this narrative. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be Ben Simmons. And if Ben Simmons comes back like terribly, they can't use really push the villain narrative, right? Yeah. yeah. But if Ben Simmons comes back and wins uh, defensive player of the year, there's a narrative for that. And mm-hmm. like, and as a Bucks fan, when I saw that guy lock up Giannis almost Man, nah, that, he was locking. Yeah, Giannis yeah that was, was that was scary. Was scary. Yeah, that was a little. It scary. was preseason, but like, no, nah, he was still doing a really yeah, good job. Yeah, still, Giannis took a lot of field For goals sure. that game too, and Simmons just you know held him pretty well. That was pretty scary size. So I I want to go with Simmons, Gobert. I'm not really sure because this like if Gobert wins against what fourth time, 
Mm-hmm. Four. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're gonna let him four, yeah, get yeah. away with four, because that's like that's true. tied with most of all time. That's why I hate the media, bro. That's why, like, I don't think maybe Gobert might deserve it, but I just don't think they're gonna give it to him. It's like it's not. I don't think he does. He doesn't deserve it, but it's just a narrative, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you guys want to move on to six man rookie coach? I don't really care. You, 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 you. I, I think we. I think we go rookie. Because yeah. I'm really impressed with this draft class so far. Yeah, like first first same. few games. No, of these guys are looking. These um, guys are looking like monster rookies. Yeah, exactly. So it's actually really tough. But I'm not gonna just let recency bias, you know, kind of sway my my pick. I'm gonna go with Keegan Murray. He looks great in summer league, great in preseason. I think he can continue it. He should be the starting four of the team, hopefully. Um, and I feel like if they have him with that role, he'll have plenty of opportunity. He can space the floor for Deer and Fox and Sabonis. And he's just a really consistent player. He might not have the ceiling that the others do, mm-hmm. but I feel like at least at this rookie season, he's really polished. And I have him as my He's team. one of the most polished rookies I've seen in a long time. Yeah. In a very long time. Exactly. Okay. Uh, for my rookie of the year, um, I think the obvious, the obvious lock would be on Paulo, just because of what he's capable of doing on the Orlando Magic. He's probably he's gonna be their number one option. I don't see anybody else take it over him. Maybe maybe Cole Anthony, but I feel like Cole Anthony he's just um he's a little too he's he 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 I feel like he can be like a really, really good scoring guard, but I feel like I don't trust him as a number one option. I trust Paulo more even though he's a rookie. Um so I say Paulo uh for my rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Um but but I, what I will say is look out for Ben Matherin of Ooh, the Pacers. That's a good pick. He's that's a, a bucket. Pick. He's a bucket. He's he's a very polished scorer. I think he's the most polished scorer out of e- everybody in the draft right that's now. That's true. And watch out for that Canadian boy, Shade and Sharp. He 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 was looking nice yesterday um, in in the minutes he played for Portland. Mm-hmm. I got to watch a little bit of it. He he shot well. He shot well, and he's he's at really athletic. If the Raptors were willing to give up OG. I, I, I wouldn't have it to get shaded. I wouldn't have minded it, even though it probably would have hampered hampered our our, our, you, our record. But there's like some good can, two Canadian rookies in the top ten, and they Shade, both look good. Shaden and Ben both look uh-huh. amazing, man. They they I'm repping. For them, man. They repping. I, the reason why I didn't call 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 Ben Matherin a, a Canadian boy is because he's from Montreal. He's from Quebec. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that would. I don't know if he'll like it if I call him a Canadian. Right. <laughs> All right. That's true. Uh, I, I'll. If I'm being honest, I'm not really a college ball fan. I just try to watch the NBA most of the time. So, mm-hmm. uh, based on the performances, I would have to go with Paolo. Mm-hmm. He's obviously the first pick, and he had to, he had, he had one of the craziest games since LeBron James. I saw the stat where uh, he, he was the first like, rookie that got like 25, 25 plus five points. Five. Yeah, five five, and wow. yeah, that was impressive uh, stat for a first game. And like he, like uh, Jacques said, uh, Orlando's gonna run everything through him. Mm-hmm. There's maybe like France is there, but. Oh, I forgot about France, but nah. But nah, it's, it's gonna be, gonna it's be gonna Paolo. be all gonna through Paulo Banquero, and yeah. I just usually rookies that has the most usage rate win, win the rookie, rookie of the year. Of the year. Besides Scotty, yeah, besides Scotty last year. So bec- and that's because Cade was out. Cade, for a bit Cade, too. Cade was out. He was mm-hmm. trying to get back into it, but l- second half of the season, Cade was looking yeah, like Cade an all star. Yeah. So Paulo, yeah. that's th- I, I just have to go with that. Just the usage rate that he's gonna get compared to other rookies, Paulo's just gonna get okay. the rookie of the year like that. All right, let's let's move on to MIP. Who, who I y'all forgot got? about MIP. Yeah, MIP. MIP. I, okay. I would go. With, 
I would go with uh, either Colin Sexton or Halliburton. Ooh, Sexton. Sexton looked nice for the Sexton, Jazz. Yeah, he with did. the Jazz. He did. Because I think he's just going to have uh, – I mean, Conley's starting right now, but later on the season, I do believe that Sexton is going to somehow transition in there, uh, along with Jordan Clarkson with a bigger role. And – I don't know. Sexton's a really good scorer, man, and I just I think everybody forgot about how good he was mm-hmm. since he was injured for the majority last year, mm. and I feel like he can make the jump. And Halliburton, after he was traded to the Pacers, he is a bucket getter, and he can play make like that too. That's true. Yep. Halliburton is looking really nice. Yesterday too, he played a really good game, and I just it's it's a toss up between those two, but my heart says Halliburton because mm. of what he showed last year. But Sexton's definitely up there too. Okay. Um, honestly, I, like, I, I would have Halliburton, but because of, the, like, second half of last year, when he was traded to Indiana, he was really in. Even mm-hmm. in, um, sack without Deer and Fox, he was really in. So, that's my only thing that I have against him. I could easily see him winning. Um, and I was also gonna, I was thinking Laurie Markinen, to be honest with you. Mm, but he's I'm not even the jazz first player, option on the Jazz team. So, I feel like if you're picking somebody from the Jazz, you would go Colin Sexton. I feel like this is a year where isn't Colin Sexton coming off the bench though? But I do feel like he's gonna he's gonna work. Yeah, he, his, he's yeah, gonna yeah, work. He's his, yeah, yeah. Um, Conley's too old. I feel yeah. like there's gonna be like one of those teams. They're gonna get an MIP player from them, like the player just being a first option on a bad team. I don't think any good teams are gonna have some breakout players to at least the MIP level. Okay, so I'm, I'm I'm gonna disagree yeah. with that. Really, I'm gonna disagree with that. I think it's gonna be either Anter or Tyrese Maxey. Oh, oh, Tyrese. Tyrese is a good that's, pick. That's a good pick. Tyrese, because of what I've seen so far, he's 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 shooting out at a very efficient clip, like throughout preseason, throughout uh, the first game. He, he shot really well. We'll see what he what he does tonight. Um, but he's just set for a breakout. Like he's just set for mm-hmm. what? It's his third third season in third, the league. Yeah. He's like an incredible third, second season. Three, like third season jumps are are very yeah, common. Very like common, yeah. with what we see with Jaw. Yeah, exactly. Jaws so I, I feel like Tyrese. Um, I feel like he'll end up at a twenty point per game score. Ooh, I feel season. like it ended up end up this season. That's very possible. That's very. It's possible. very possible. That is easily very, possible. possible because you know Harden loves to pass. Yeah, he and he's been embracing that role yeah. more. And and, and Maxi off the ball, he's he's actually very solid off the ball. Yeah. He's he's not as bad as people make him out to be. He's actually exactly. very solid. Um, as for Ant, um, another third third, third season year, player, yeah. third year player, and he's he's just he got all the intangibles to to make that jump to to that that superstar level player i think not this season but i think he'll make the jump to an all-star this season and i think that's enough for an mip mm-hmm. the only debate the only thing i hate about um him possibly winning mip is that it, it t- kind of takes away from the mip award yeah. and how it's t- it should be like players like late round like picks great like yeah. people who that, don't that, have expectations that take it to that next level like pascal who uh-huh. won it Years back, but now it's kind of like the MIP award because, because of Jaw. Because of Jaw, yeah. Jaw kind of ruined it, but so that's why I picked Ant because yeah. Jaw won it before. And low key, somebody who I just thought of was Desmond Bain. He mm. didn't win it last yeah. year, and they don't have Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm. Um, or DeAnthony Melton. This but is gonna be but more he has to take an even further jump, though. I think he can just because he'll have more opportunity this season. Yeah, mm. but I don't know if he's the but winner, but I think he'll improve. Yeah, I uh, yeah no, he'll he improve, could improve, but, but I don't think he'll win. Over these he would guys. have to take another job. I think yeah, he, he could be in the that. race, but yeah. all right, all right. Uh, let's move on to uh, six man of the year. Six man of the year. Uh, I can start this one off. Go for it. I think if if Jordan Poole stays on the bench the entire season, 
I, which I don't think he will. I think he'll definitely. I think he'll, the 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 Warriors will go even smaller than they are now. Um, if Poole stays on the bench, he's winning Sixth Man of the Year. He's just too good. He's too good. Like he's too good to come off the bench. He's like Tyler Hero. They're they're both way too good to come off the bench. They're 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 both really elite scorers, and mm-hmm. I think that Poole got it. Um, if not, uh, I got. Uh, I think I got uh, Christian Wood. Christian Wood. Christian Wood for Dallas. That's I don't know if pick. he's. I don't know if he's gonna move to the to starting lineup. I I don't think he will. I think he has less of a reason than than Poole does. Um, but yesterday he looked r- really amazing. Yeah. Sixteen straight really points. Good, yeah. For for Dallas, mm-hmm. even though they lost the game, but he had sixteen straight for Dallas, and he looked r- amazing off the bench. He did. So it's That's it's true. one of those two for me. Do we all have Jordan Poole as our winner? Oh uh, no, you don't. Okay, I, I have Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, okay. I have to go with my Bucks boy, mm. Malcolm Brogdon. But uh, during the Celtics game, seeing Brogdon coming back, uh, coming on, and you know, being really steady with the ball and knowing how to, you know, orchestrate plays, like I really feel like Malcolm Brogdon can be that piece off the bench. Mm. He can, he's a good uh, floor facilitator. Yep. He's a good ball handler. He and he can shoot fifty, forty, ninety, just a few he, years. He ago. makes a difference for the Celtics. Yeah. and I think. I've been saying this for a long time. I've been saying, oh, you know, if Celtics get Brogdon, it's game over. And I just thought it was not realistic. It probably wasn't realistic if Indiana Pacers had some brains to it. But like, <laughs> you know, so that's, that's the thing. So Brogdon, I feel like Brogdon could really be – I mean, Jordan Poole's up there, but I feel like that's too obvious of an answer. And like Jock said, I feel like he will transition into the starting lineup at one point. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll go with Brogdon. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Jordan Poole as well. I just think that if he's off the bench, he's the best six man in the league. Mm-hmm. He's low key, um, borderline all star. Not even not in the all star tier. He's a he's bit a below that. He's yeah, fringe all star player. And if that's coming off the bench, he's your six man of the year. Okay. If he's not, then I think you give it to Christian Wood as well. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on to uh, coach of the year. Let's make this one quick because yeah. this one shouldn't be that that shouldn't be that deep. I think uh, Willie Green. For for the Pelicans, Ooh, I think I think pick. he'll that's he'll he'll pick. he'll push the Pelicans to to a top, I think a top four seed, in all honesty. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. that. Especially after how they played mm-hmm. yesterday, and with Zion coming back too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I got, I got the post. I I got Willie Green. Yeah, I got uh Joe Mazzulla. for the Boston I, Celtics. Yeah, for the mm-hmm. Boston Celtics. I feel like again, how you're talking about the narrative, if they find the youngest head coach in NBA history, um. And with just, the Udoka stuff going on, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, with the Udoka stuff. And still leads them to a top. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he leads them to a top thing. First year as a coach to prove that, like, he can really fill in that Udoka role. Mm-hmm. I think you, you would give to him if they're a top two, three seed. Right. Yeah, same thing with Zion. I, I had to go with Joe Mazzulla as well. And I know the Celtics are going to get a top seed. Mm-hmm. So that's going to play a big part and narrative, too, with the Udoka thing and being a young coach. It's got to be Joe Mazzulla for me. Okay. Yep. Uh, Let's let's go on to uh, this last part, uh, West and East champs, as well as our finals winner and our finals MVP. We can uh, just list this off real quick. Yeah, we can yeah. list this off. Yeah. Uh, as for my my West champs, this might be crazy. I got the Pelicans. Ooh. I got the Pelicans. <laughs> okay. I got the Pelicans. I believe in Zion. I believe in Brandon Ingram. What he showed uh, in the playoffs last 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 year was was really impressive was really impressive. Um, he pushed, uh, um, what, what team? What team did he play? Uh, he pushed the Suns, uh, the Suns, the Suns. to, to six, six games. Six games. Yeah. 
So he was he was looking unbelievable in in that in that game uh, or in that series, along with Jose Alvarado, of course. Um, for my East champs, uh, for my East champs, I got uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. I just um, yeah, I, I know y'all are sus on 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 their superstars like playoff um, playoff woes. They've had a lot, quite a few of them. But I just think I just think because Embiid and Harden have never played with a superstar on their caliber. I just think if they're together, they'll they'll be able to pull off pull off something. And for my finals MVP and champion, um, I got the Philadelphia 76ers as champions, and I got uh, the finals MVP being uh, Joel Embiid. Mm. Okay, interesting. I have I have uh, entirely different stuff. I have for West. I have the Clippers. Health, mm. their biggest uh, issue. If they can stay healthy, I see them winning the West. Mm. For the East, I have Boston. They literally have the same exact roster, but they got better. Again, health for both of these teams. And then for the champion, I have the Clippers because of Kawhi, um, Paul George, Norman Powell. These guys all have experience. Mm -hmm. Kawhi and Norm, they have the playoff experience. And finals MVP, Kawhi always shows up in the finals. So I'm giving it to him. Uh, I don't know about... For the West, I have to go with Golden State. That's the safest bet. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really can't trust the Clippers' health. I mean, if they're healthy, they probably will be the lock but mm-hmm. okay like their name is the clippers it's, right? a clippers. it's, the, clippers. Yeah. it's the clippers yeah. it's the flippers right it's the flippers <laughs> so i think golden state i think jordan pool really took a dun- another step even further and you know they they got more depth with wiseman coming back i think golden state is going to be the west champs again uh, eastern conference was pretty tough it was a toss-up between the celtics and the bucks because the bucks without middleton pushed that celtics team to game seven mm-hmm. But again, inconsistency from the shooters from the Bucks always we'll is a problem you. in the yeah. playoffs. Mm. So they're really like big three heavy in the playoffs. So if one of them are gone again, right. we're toast. Yep. So I had to go with the Celtics, like Zion said. Mm-hmm. Same exact roster. They just got better in players. Right. Uh, I can't go with Philly because Harden and Embiid. I just don't yeah, know you how don't they're trust gonna do. Them, right? I don't, don't trust them. them in the clutch okay. time. They don't think right. about scoring. They think about going to the line, and mm-hmm. that never worked. For That's them. true. Mm-hmm. It and, can't be reliable in the playoffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and there's and they're the Sixers, and they have <laughs> Doc Rivers as a coach. Uh, <laughs> champions, I would have to go with the Boston Celtics winning it all. Okay, okay. with Jason Tatum. So a rematch, but they win this time. Yes, Jason cool. Tatum. All right, all right, all right. Hey man, I think we're good. I think we're good on award predictions. Uh, this is our uh, a bit of our season primer. Um, I think we'll wrap it up there for this episode. Uh, that was uh, we, we've gotten a little bit over time, bit, but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll face it in post editing. Yeah. Um, so that'll wrap it up for today. Uh, once again, I'm your host uh, Josh Liam, and joined by my co-hosts Zayan Damji and Linus King. And uh, we're we're gonna wrap it up there. Take care, everybody.